0: I'm going to introduce you to some folks that have done that and a whole lot more. All right, next on the Cascade Hiker podcast, what's your name and where are you from?
1: Well, this is Lee Jacobson, and I'm in Seattle.
0: Right on. Well, hey, uh, you know, you were just on the podcast. We did a a live show, which seems like it was almost a year ago, and it was just was it last month.
1: Yeah, this last month has gone pretty slowly.
0: Boy, it's it's been really crazy since uh since all this uh COVID-19 breakout and uh I, you know, when when we talked at the live show, we really went into kind of how uh Washington Hike, you know, just to kind of kind of br- briefly in case nobody listened to that show, um maybe you could talk about who you are, you know, like what what you started. <laughs> what you've created on Facebook.
1: Well, uh it was my accidental baby. I, uh, we're coming up on the six year anniversary. Uh, it'll be April, uh, 7th, uh, 2014. And I decided to, uh, create a Facebook page for my Washington hiking friends and, um, just picked out the name Washington hikers and climbers and added a couple of my friends and, Left it open to the public and started slowly. Uh, slowly added a few people, and then some people I didn't know started joining, and just <laughs> kind of took off from took off from there.
0: Yeah, well, uh, so it's up over one hundred thirty-two thousand members now, and um, man, you know, I just I wanted to reach out because, I, you know, I, like we talked about, if anybody wants to go back and listen to our other episode. Uh, that was a live show um, actually while we're talking i haven't actually released that one yet i'm going to release it tonight and then release this one tomorrow but um well i basically just kind of want to say because i i do help you out with the page a little bit uh from time to time and we have a little private group that we have talked about and uh, you know in there has been really a lot of talk lately about how to handle um, basically not encouraging people to go outside where we all like to go, right?
1: Yeah, it's been sort of an evolving process um, as the situation has gotten more serious. Um, there's the issue of what we should be recommending. Then there's also the issue of how we control the drama Uh, You're pretty uh, savvy social media wise and you see what goes on in even normal times. And uh, uh, you can tell everybody's a little bit on edge and stressed out. And there's been, you know, as this thing got more serious and more serious, there was more arguing and yelling and name calling on, on the Facebook page and So that was our first uh, issue we had to deal with was how to how to control the the bickering and still remain relevant to the membership and, uh, you know, a place place they wanted to come to.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a dichotomy of things because you want people to enjoy uh, the fun Facebook group that lets everybody share all their experiences outside, but at the same time, uh, you know, Governor Inslee here in Washington State shutting down, uh, you know, groups of 10 or, or is, is it even smaller? Um, and then, you know, six feet, uh, you know, social distancing and that kind of thing, right?
1: Yeah, it's... Uh You know, the first thing we did uh, on the page to get a little handle on the situation was we instituted a process called post-approval. Prior to that, anybody could post whatever they wanted, and if it got out of hand or it violated one of our rules or we thought it was going to cause drama or did cause drama, we would take it down after the fact. And... uh, but uh, we were just having too many problems. And, uh, you know, over the years, you get to learn, uh, you learn what sort of posts are going to lead to trouble and things like that. And we were getting a lot of repetitive posts, you know, people posting the same notice from the National Forest Service or the park, uh, National Parks, 10 or 15 times. And uh, so, we just had to get a handle on it. So, we initiated post approval. And then the pictures started coming out of, you know, how many people were still out on the trail and at some of our most popular places. And this was after the, you know, the, rec- the social distancing recommendations had already come out and we were seeing pictures of you know, 50 or 70 people crowded onto Rattlesnake Ledge. And mm. that's when we started thinking about, you know, okay, we, we may have a little responsibility here, but it's always a tough call because uh, what you're, uh, none of us are scientists and uh, we're not doctors and we don't study infectious or uh, contagious diseases. And, uh, you know, so we're getting into, uh, little bit of a judgment call area like you know how serious is this really and what are uh, what are our responsibilities as a hiking page to address uh, these what are really issues of science and medicine Um, but eventually it just uh, you know we realized we had to do something and so we Uh, have slowly instituted um, rules regarding the page and what can be posted on it and what can't be. And we've gotten to the point where we're no longer allowing uh, questions regarding current trail conditions or current road conditions uh, just because we feel that's facilitating people getting out there and um, they – they probably shouldn't be on the on the crowded trails at least.
0: Yeah, it was funny, man. One of the posts that uh, that I actually deleted, and of course I would never call anybody out by name, and so obviously this person is, you know, who knows who it who it was, right? But I don't even remember. Um, and, you know, it was something, and, and there's been a number of these, so it really doesn't matter, but uh, it was something like, uh, Hey, if anybody could tell me a, a non-crowded trail, you know, and it's just so funny because, you know, if we let that go, uh, you know, I deleted it, but, you know, you think about that giving out to a hundred, you know, potentially 132,000 people and everybody's all of a sudden that trail is not going to be crowd, you know, uh, not crowded anymore. Right.
1: Yeah. We've, uh, you know, we've debated so many aspects of that issue and that was one that we talked about was whether we wanted to, post a list of less crowded trails. And that was obviously a concern that it was just going to shift everybody else to some other spot. But, uh, you know, eventually, uh, governor Inslee came out with his order and we studied that order, uh, pretty intensely that night to, <clears throat> excuse me, to, uh, see how it applied to hiking. And, uh, among some of us there was a concern that it wasn't clear enough or uh you know about what was allowed and what wasn't it said you could go hiking but the clear intent of the order was stay at your home unless it's absolutely necessary or uh you know uh, stay in your neighborhoods if you can and it it was kind of a a lawyer's uh, Excuse me, it was kind of a a lawyer's, uh, um, uh, well, I don't know what the proper word is, but the lawyers were going to have a field day trying to interpret this thing. Um, And uh, some of us felt that it didn't, it it either didn't go far enough or it wasn't clearly worded enough. And uh, um, I know you probably don't know this, but uh, Monday morning, Uh, or I guess it was Tuesday morning, the order came out Monday night, Uh, Megan Young of the PNWOW Facebook group, Pacific Northwest Outdoor Women, which is the other large Washington Facebook group. And I uh, collaborated on writing a letter to Governor Inslee Mm. and uh, emailed it over to him that morning with our concerns. And, uh, you know, basically, saying I don't think this addresses the problems we saw on the, our most popular trails last uh, weekend. So, and a number of other issues that have come up, like how the, you know, people traveling relatively long distances to get to trails are impacting smaller communities around the state uh, who don't have the hospital infrastructure to deal with a breakout in their communities and um you know so we were really concerned about this on a number of different levels and uh just in the last week uh, you know some of those concerns have been addressed and i think today they shut down the national forests
0: yeah yeah roads and trails and everything so
1: yeah so that kind of eliminates any ambiguity there.
0: Yeah, and I and I, I hope that uh, that some maybe you guys might have helped that out. I don't know. It, it, it's hard to say. I, I guess in the end, but uh, man, <laughs> you know, you guys probably not. Well. <laughs>
1: but, but you know, we just felt we just felt we had to say it, and it's uh, the you know it takes a lot of people pushing the government. In a particular way to get them to do something, sometimes, and so maybe we were part of that chorus. But uh, I'm sure they were listening to to other people too.
0: Absolutely. Now I'm going to quote quote you here um, <laughs> because he said something pretty funny that I, I just have to kind of blast out, and and it pertains to my next question. So um, you know I'm kind of I'm kind of wanting to know. Um, whose idea was it to kind of switch to um, kind of basically doing like a hashtag and saying, hey, let's instead of posting about trails, it, this will give you a chance to kind of post pictures and uh, something that you said. And uh, I kind of lost here. I was going to quote you, but, uh, you know, you're basically from this point on, we are never proving. Where am I at on the trail? Post or something like that again. It was pretty funny oh. <laughs> <laughs> because it gets out of hand. Well, right? you
1: know, this was this was a challenge uh, when we realized we weren't going to be doing the main things we usually do, which is posting pictures of current hikes and uh, posting information about trail conditions or questions about whether particular roads are open or, you know, what's a good hike for me to go on. Uh, we eliminated all of that stuff and that's probably 90% of our content. Uh, but we had to come up with some ways to entertain our membership for the long haul. And, uh, you know, because I know the current order's only in effect for two more weeks, but if I had to guess, it's going to get extended for quite a bit mm. longer when all is said and done. And so how, you know, if this thing drags on three or four months, how are we going to entertain our membership? And so we were thinking of various hashtags that we could – uh uh, you know, implement on the page each day, a trail shot Tuesday, uh, uh, mountain crush Monday, um, throwback Thursday, things like that, uh, trying to find stuff that we could sort of focus on and let people post their pictures, which is what a lot of people like doing on the page and uh, a way to kind of relive our hiking experiences before all these tough times started. And, but I have to tell you the, uh, the hashtag that took our page by storm <laughs> on the first day we did this was not our idea, but was actually, uh, the idea of one of our members, um, who just posted a picture and said, uh, you know, hashtag, where am I? And people were trying to guess uh, where she had taken the picture. And the hashtag sort of caught on. And, yeah, for two days, it was just uh, <laughs> that was all we saw on the page were people posting pictures. Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? And, uh, you know, on the one hand, it was it was uh getting a little redundant but on the other hand for the first time in probably two weeks we didn't have to moderate the page people weren't arguing about stuff they weren't fighting about stuff they weren't trying to make points and you know so we kind of sat back and let it go but uh yeah, by by last night uh I think we were about done
0: with it <laughs> well you know I I tend to go to bed uh pretty early in the evening because I wake up uh real early for work and I got up this morning at like three and I started looking and I didn't see your post but I saw how many needed to be approved and they were all guests at trail posts and I I just started deleting them and then uh and I was like I'll just I'll just you know, if, if Lee gets mad at me for doing this, I'll just hear about it later. And then, uh, and then I saw your post after that. That you, in
1: the evening, you had said,
0: uh, you know, no yeah, more. Leads. We
1: <laughs> cut it cut it off at midnight. And today our uh, hashtag was Friends Friday, and people have been uh, posting photos all day long of their hiking buddies, and it's been uh, it's been really cool to watch. And a lot of them are posting. Uh, pictures from the early days of Washington hikers and climbers and uh, you know uh, those were the good old days when the page was a lot smaller we didn't have to moderate it everyone loved each other there was never any arguing we were all very supportive and uh, you know some a lot of those people have left the page over the years or they're you know working on other pages or uh, but it was good to see them sort of reminisce about their early years, and uh, so I'm sure we'll be doing another Friends Friday.
0: Oh, absolutely! It's been great. And then, uh, you know, looking ahead, um, I would assume that this is probably going to be a trend, and uh, it's kind of fun for people. I, you know, I, I noticed some some ideas, you know, furry finds, um, that kind of thing, you know, wildlife type posts, or <laughs> it, that that actually kind of brought me back because boy, there was a I don't know, was it the calendar one year where it was almost all mountain goats that you did? Um, you know, that's been kind of a funny thing throughout the years. It'd be kind of fun to do yeah. a Mountain Goat Monday or something just for fun.
1: Yeah, I hadn't thought about that one. That's a good one. <laughs> bring bring it all the way back, right? Marmot 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 Monday. Yeah. It's yeah. got uh we're we're gonna we're our creative abilities are gonna be taxed here, <laughs> I have a feeling. So uh I can appreciate I appreciate any uh, any good ones you can come up
0: with. Yeah, well, Lee, uh, if you don't mind, um, you had a, a really cool story on the the last uh, the last hike that you were able to. Well, I don't know if it was the last hike you did, but it was the last hike that I saw that you did before things really got tight. Uh, maybe you can kind of talk about kind of how that hike came to be, who you, who you went with, and and how you handled the social distancing, and then uh, kind of what progressed throughout on the way home, if you don't mind.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot about the way home. Uh, Well, it was uh, a couple friends wanted to go out. They've been bugging me to take them up to Artist Point. They had never been before. And so uh, I said, yeah, we'll go snowshoeing up there. But uh, I think we need to drive in separate cars, uh, which we did. And uh, I gassed up in Seattle the night before, so I didn't have to stop in any small town on the way. And uh, we got to the trailhead and we stayed six feet apart the whole way. Um, Although, you know, this was one of the things that really got me thinking about this, because we were up there on a Wednesday and pretty early in the morning and we were social distancing. But... uh, and the and the trail wasn't that crowded going up to Artist Point, but when we were coming down, there were a fair number of people coming up, so it was just hard to give people a berth. Distancing thing is really uh, feasible on a on a trail that has any popularity. And uh, but anyway, we did the best we could. We uh, we we didn't share food and stayed six feet apart and uh drove in those separate cars and got done with the um uh, got done with the hike and got into our separate cars and st- started driving home and the thing about you know why I go hiking it's to clear my mind and I just wasn't I uh, when I looked back at it I wasn't thinking at all and got down to the bottom of the bottom of Highway 542 just below Mount Baker and there was a guy hitchhiking at the Hannigan Pass Road and just out of, I was so shocked that somebody was on this road uh, out in kind of the middle of nowhere um, you know, hitchhiking. I mean he hadn't been up at Artist Point that was too far away and he wasn't in Bellingham or a, a glacier maple falls those were too far away and, and so it was like how did he get here and so i just naturally pulled over and picked him up and you know he was in the car before i realized you know i've now just violated everything i've been trying to <laughs> uh prevent all day long as being in close quarters with somebody else in a vehicle and he turned out to be quite a character. He had uh, spent the last three days out in the wilderness and he had no gear uh, whatsoever. He was carrying a little plastic bottle. And at one point he held up the bottle and he said, all the garbage I've created in three days is in this little bottle. And uh, yeah, he was just, uh, you know, one of these people who could go out and live off the land and, uh, you know, make shelter out of uh, branches and make a bed out of uh, brush and and leaves and um, foraged for his food didn't have much in the way of clothing beyond maybe a fleece jacket or something and uh, but anyway it was an interesting uh, interesting little little event that happened and, uh, yeah, he he talked about everything on the way home and all I could think of was, you know, like what I, what I was doing and this whole crazy craziness that was going on. And, uh, but anyway, I wrote a rather humorous piece about it, I suppose, on this book. And, um, yeah. you know, uh,
0: Lee, what I got out of that, um, when I read it, and, and, you know, just, uh, I don't know, it was an irony that, you you know, you put all this effort in and then all of a sudden picked up a hitchhiker. and But you know what? I mean, the thing is, is is maybe that's another reason why we shouldn't be going out there too, right? Because it is so easy to do and um, people make mistakes and, and, and <laughs> man, it could have been a lot worse of a mistake than that and uh, turned out to be a, a good dude. And it's been, been quite a few days since then. So everything's probably okay, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably. I got a story out of
0: it <laughs> absolutely absolutely well right on Lee. well hey man i just uh just wanted to kind of pick your ear about what what's been happening because um you know you you know whether you like it or not you know you uh you kinda have the uh the the hand on uh quite a few hikers in our state, and so uh I just for one really appreciate all the uh effort you've been putting in for this and uh just the ideas and the the concern and i just wanna say thanks.
1: Well, uh, thank you, Rudy. I appreciate that, and it's uh, always good to talk to you.
0: All right, that's the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to join the Patreon page. Find me at patreon.com cascadehikerpodcast. Also, hit me up uh, with an email, rudy at cascadehikerpodcast.com. Find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Cascade Hiker Podcast. Twitter, find me at in underscore Cascade Hiking. And I'm um, Cascade Hiker Podcast on Instagram. Thanks, Whiskey Fever, for letting me use this track here, Tall Grass, off their album, Gonna Wake Up This Whole Town. Go find them at reverbnationcom Whiskey Fever. Hey, see you next week. You were sweet like honey on a heartbeat. You were fine like wine in the sunshine. I could feel you coming on strong. Could never be wrong, could never be wrong. See her laying down in the tall grass. Playing mandolin in a white dress I come running when I hear that song It could never be wrong, it could never be wrong Where you wanna run, maybe I'll run too I would leave this world for a beautiful girl If I could just find